0: Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, vengeance-seeking salarymen turned ninja slayers, bizarrely courteous and polite evil ninjas, shadow organizations with a hidden agenda, unusual art styles based on a fictitious novel, and an origin story so strange it must be true. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 251, Domo Sparikinsad, Ya Hello, welcome to another episode of the and Mong Review, some podcasts and bang reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Ante Konichiwa, konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this wonderful and illustrious podcast, and I am excited because we're at 251. We are 49 episodes away from episode 300 and our 10-year anniversary, if my math is right. I am excited and psyched for this we're going to have a blast, but if you're joining us for the first time, that sounds like gibberish, so let me welcome you. Sparkin is the podcast that provides informative reviews about connecting enhanced narratives. Every episode, I or one of my co-hosts will talk about one to two manga titles, or if it's another podcast, talk about movies, games, TV shows, or whatever pop culture is the podcast subject, and we tell you pros and cons about it, and if it's worth investing your time in or not, or if you should run away like it's the plague. You don't have to do anything that I and my co-host say, but we try to be informative, entertaining, and non-biased as possible. Now, that doesn't work all the time, especially if it's a terrible series or it's an amazing series, but we do the best we can. You can check out any of our earlier episodes or our sister podcast, the movie review, game review, TV show review, con review, or anything else. At www.spirekin.com, and you can email me personally at zan That's x a n, not z a n, at sp Now, also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, iTunes, or Apple Music Store, Stitcher, Player.fm, and several other social media and music sites. And if you want to do something really awesome for us, subscribe to us on the iTunes, Apple Music Store, Twitter, and Instagram, and leave us some comments or like us on the page. It'd be really greatly appreciated, and it'll help us get a little more momentum so I can raise up our stats a little bit. Also, I want to get at least 300 followers on Instagram because I know everyone's like, oh, we should make it work. I'm trying to get it to work as best I can. Right now, all I have on there is my shots from. The trip to Japan, but we're gonna work it up, we're gonna get a lot more stuff on there. Anyway, I digress, and let's get to what you're here to do, and that is listen to the podcast episode and what we're gonna to review today. Because if you remember from the last episode I spun that one, that only The Wheel of Manga Nick dictated on to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Kotaro Sikanai, but it was actually based on a quote unquote American novel that was written by Bradley Bond. And Philip Ninja Morris is supposedly. And the more ninjas with an amber the little at symbol. Also, this was published in the US by and Japan by Kodansha. And it is a shonen series that originally came out in 2014 to 2016. There's four volumes. TV shows, light novels, and lots of other stuff beyond that. And this is the second manga adaptation of one of the coolest or weirdest things that Studio Trigger has brought to us. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Ninja Slayer Kills. Yes, Ninja Slayer, the completely absurd and weird story which is based off of a very strange situation. Well, let me tell you what the story behind Ninja Slayer is. Now, Ninja Slayer was originally posted online piece by piece, on Japanese Twitter by these translators, Honda Yui and Suji Lika. And I'm saying translators with quotations around them. And they said that they found this very popular story that was written in America by this guy named Bradley Bond and Philip Ninja Morzises. Z- 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 and supposedly they were translating every chapter, and that became really popular. And then EnterBrain published the first volume of the book in print as Ninja Slayer Neo Saitama Flames in 2012. And there appeared to be no evidence at all that there actually is an original version of Ninja Slayer and the original creators there's no information about them. It's like they didn't exist. So we can assume that Ninja Slayer actually was the brainchild of Honda Yu and Sugi Leika, but that's created its own mythology around it. Which is kind of cool. It's cool that this is essentially a PR stunt that went viral and just became this amazingly cool and weird thing. Now, the big question is, what is Ninja Slayer about? Well, Ninja Slayer takes place in the far future in the city of Neo-Saitama. And right now, the streets are running with filled with acid rain and blood. And there's this evil shadow organization that is running amok with their cybernetic ninja warriors who are killing people and causing havoc, and this is the evil Sokai Syndicate. And they're causing lots of problems. Now their leader, Lomoto-Kan, is in his giant feudal Japan-style home in the middle of Neo-Tokyo where no one can find it, and he leads his army of evil individuals as they try to cause havoc in Neo-Saitama. And in the beginning of this manga, they cause a problem where they actually kill someone. They kill the family of an individual who was not doing anything wrong. And this individual's name is Fujikito Kenji. And his wife, Fuyuko, and his son, Tochinoko, are killed by these two weird-looking ninjas named Offender and Scatter. And as they're planning to torture and kill this survivor, this man who survived their evil plot, suddenly the man... Kenji hears a voice in his head that says, Do you feel hate in your heart? Amanu Amida Butsu, oh my Buddha. And this voice makes a deal with him because he hates these ninjas that killed his wife, killed his family. Because he didn't see the main ninja who did kill his family. He just saw these two that were there. And he gets possessed by this being, and he says, I will slay all ninjas, and becomes... The Ninja Slayer. A ninja powered with all of these amazing abilities. It's a ninja's soul possession, and he will kill all of these evil ninjas. And it's very crazy how formal these ninjas are, because when they are being attacked and they are fighting, they will introduce themselves and say, Domo, whatever the person's name is, I am... It's supposed to be like, Domo scatter Son. I am Ninja slayer Son." And then they fight, and they say sayonara, and a lot of other interesting phrases, which at the end of the manga, they actually have glossary explaining it, including, well, let's see now. You have karate, wazamai, a haiku, the jitsu, nuasad, numayama dobutsu, kirisute, kejima, harakeri, kaishaki, sayonara, iyalo, miyagi, and koben. And washo. So it has all this cool dialogue that's used. And what's occurred is that Ninja Slayer is now roaming Neo-Saitama, causing lots of havoc because he is going to make sure that all ninjas shall perish. And he is going to kill all these weird cybernetic ninjas that appear, including one whose name is Minuteman-san and Erasure-san. And he speaks in bold font-cap and he just beats the hell out of all these ninjas, and he introduces himself, fights them, and kills them. And he has a secret headquarters, which is the home of the Roshi ninja, uh Dragon Godesu, who is the last of the true ninjas in Japan. And he's been infected by the evil antivirus nin that's an anti ninja virus, Takeuchi, which is gonna kill all ninjas that are not part of the Sukai syndicate. And so he is helping Ninja Slayer to get his revenge. And this is just completely crazy and odd. And it gets even more bizarre when you're introduced to Ninja Slayer's evil counterpart, Dark Ninja-san. Who is actually the one who killed his wife and daughter. Will he get revenge? Will he defeat all of these ninjas? And will the girl that is the daughter of Dragon Gendosan, make Kenji realize that he is a man and she can fall in love again? Or will his vengeance cause him to be taken over by the evil ninja that is now in his heart? What will happen? Well, you've got to read to find out. This is reading like a soap opera, and it is crazy. It is violent, it is weird, it is bloody, and it is just absurd. It is just a straight-up ninja story. It is There's action, there's fighting, and the plot makes no sense whatsoever. And a lot of domo. A lot of positivity. Just really crazy. It's as random as... Inferno Cop, and as Ninja Slayer, the animation is. It's just, you're really like, uh, this is batshit crazy. I like it, but it is batshit crazy. And it's kind of cool, because it does jump around in time, which it's a little weird, but you get used to it, and seeing all of the little framework makes it work so well. I mean, it makes you want to read the actual light novel that was written on Twitter, see how it compares to this version, because this is a very unusual adaptation. It's not a bad adaptation. I do enjoy it. I think it's really classy, and I think it's actually a really fun read. I just don't think it does much. If you like action, if you like seeing design work from fictitious stories, this is definitely for you. Uh, personally, me, I'm going to have to give this a... Give me crazy on Nero. It is okay, but forgettable, because it's it is absurd, it is violent, but it doesn't bring anything... Well, it does bring some stuff new to the table, but I want to read some of the other mangas that were released for this because there was another one beforehand called Blood in Saitama. I want to read that one to see how it compares before I make a real judgment. But right now, this is a gift from your crazy aunt mirror, okay, but forgettable because it is so... It's so... Not OCD, it's ADD. It just bounces from spot to spot to spot to spot to spot. And there is a logical story behind it where you know about the evil guys, you know they're going to fight, but you can't focus on the main plot. It doesn't really develop. It just gets in running and gets there and just goes with it. And that's kind of cool. Some people like that kind of, you're going to just run and keep going and you're just going to hit the wall at 150 miles an hour. I prefer having that slow roll and then it gets to it. Or if it's if it does do that, starts off running and keeps going, just give me an immediate res and then have it build up over time. Don't give me the introduction, then jump forward 16 months, and then you're like, wait, what's going on? And it just gets even more weird where you're trying to follow it. and It just goes all over the place. I mean, you could disagree with me because the the artist who did this, he, he really did a good job with this, I'm not going to lie. He actually has in the back, he has all the characters that he designed, and he explains their setting, his motivations for them, and how they look and why each thing is practical and works. Like he desi- talks about how Minuteman, who has these armored Cybernetics. He explains that they are designed to be like propelling, so he could crawl like a cheetah. And then you have Mirimiyon, who's a motorcycle guy. He's like half motorcycle, half human, and he designed him like with this camouflage that connects to the motorcycle. But then he kind of regretted doing it, and he draw the scene. He was listening to the Terror Diver song, Kokubetsu Toji soundtrack in the background on repeat. So it's kind of cool to read that aspect of it. It's also cool to see how the designs work. So that works. Just I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, you could disagree with me, but let me know what you think. Zansparker.com. So, anyway, with that in mind, uh, the question for the day is going to be, do you think that there actually is a Ninja Slayer novel that was written by Philip and Brendan in the United States? Or, sorry, Bradley in the United States. Let me know. Zanspiker.com. So let's get to that part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The 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 of Manga. The original and the best of all of these items, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute or any crappy imitation. The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. We're going to spin the Wheel of Manga, and whatever number it lands on, the us review the next episode of the Spyrokin Moms View, episode 252. And we've got some really good titles on here. We've got everyone's favorite space captain, Captain Harlock, on here. We have the Detective Conan from Case Closed. We have the garden of words, and we have "Are you going to eat that?" That just sounds like something that people do with restaurants and get mad about.
1: Are you going to eat that?
0: No, it's mine. I mean, yes, it's mine. You can't have it <laughs> anyway. Uh, so let's spin and see what gonna be see. We're going to review the next episode.
1: There we go. Number nine.
0: So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we are going to be reviewing a manga about, well, it's one of the most popular detective series of all time. Talk about Detective Conan, a series about a guy who's turned into a little boy, and then he's a little boy, and then stuff happens. Oh, I'm excited for this. Uh, Hope you guys are doing great, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. See you guys later.